has never spoke about NUM demands. I don't know where does this information comes from. I've never addressed any demands of NUM. So you've not spoken to the media? You've not spoken to anybody about, um, you know, basically your demands being different from that of uh, NUM? I've never compared any demands of AMCO with any other unions. I spoke about AMCO demands. Okay, but you are aware of what NUM is demanding at this point? No, I'm not aware. All right, but tell us then what is it that AMCO is demanding? Demand is, is demanding living wage for all employees. I mean, at the gold sector, the basic uh, entry level should be 12500 That's on salary. So, so is that your only demand? No, it's an endless list, ma'am. I will take your time if I have to explain each and every demand. It's got benefits, medical aid to be paid 100% by the employer. Any employee who happened to be injured, uh, permanent disabled at the workplace or died in the line of duty, the companies must build them houses, paid up houses for those, I mean, for those employees. There is quite a list. Uh, we talk of COIDA, which is an insurance for, I mean, for the companies that those insurance should pay direct to the injured employee, not to the companies, because the companies tend to hold that money and the employee happens to be the victim of that. So as we speak right now, um, what has been your negotiations with uh, the employers? As of now, we have submitted all our demands to the different mining houses. As such, then we are, the Chamber of Mine has uh, invited us uh, to that, uh, to the meeting tomorrow. And then we will take it from there. But we made it very clear to them that we are not going to to engage uh, under the under Chamber of Mine premises on this wage negotiation. We want a neutral venue, and also they must appoint a neutral. We must appoint a neutral chairperson that will conduct the process of wage negotiation. And uh, thirdly. We also still disputing the issue of membership uh, because they still reflect that uh, NUM is still a majority in the gold sector of which we are disputing based on the sexual mem- numbers that we've got uh, in our office. So just looking at the demands and um, some of those that you have just outlined for us right now, what happens if these negotiations don't go in AMCO's favor? I think it's a common cause that if the two parties, they don't uh, reach an agreement, there are dispute processes that have to be followed, which result sometimes in concluding an agreement as a settlement, sometimes it becoming a power play whereby the employer has the right to lock out and then the, the employees or the members of that particular union exercise their constitutional right of embarking on a protected industrial action. 